you for listening to the Sanction Love Podcast. Our vision is to bring the ratifying love, the binding force of love, to individuals with the purpose of increasing intimacy, freedom, and identity in Christ. Hi, this is Melissa Norris with Sanction Love Ministries, and I'm here with Marcy Johnston. We are going to conclude our second section of Hebrews Heroes and why we want to be one. Um, Marcy, you were really going to take us into Hebrews chapter 12 with the, with the whole concept of the passion that we need in running the race unencumbered across the finish line. That's one of my favorite favorites. I'm a natural born cheerleader, so I love this section of scripture. And um, I'm just going to start off, you know, the, the, the keystone scripture, of course, to this and, and, and really to the book of Hebrews, I would be so bold to say, would be um, this, first, this first verse in Hebrews 12. And I am reading it out of the Passion. As for us, we have all of these great witnesses. overwhelms me who encircle us like clouds each affirming faith's reality so we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has been already marked out before us. There's a choice to be made here. And uh, unless I think just before, I want to talk about that choice. Yes. Pulling in a bit more of what we touched on in the first piece. Would you, you go bet, with that? You bet. You know, I think that when we look back over Hebrews, um, when it really, they all made a choice, but the scripture passage I love was starts in verse 24. It's about Moses. Faith, and again, this is out of the Passion Translation. Faith enabled Moses to choose God's will. For although he was raised as the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he refused to make that his identity, choosing instead to suffer mistreatment with the people of God. Moses preferred face certainty above the monetary and momentary enjoyments of the pleasures. He found his true wealth in suffering abuse for being anointed more than in anything that the world could offer him for his eyes looked with wonder not on the immediate but on the ultimate face great reward holding faith promise Moses abandoned Egypt and had no fear of Pharaoh's rage. I'm just going to leave that there. But it just shows 
over several times the word choice. Moses, he could have gone on without turning his head to his people, but he really is a great example of the choosing in his race. And it started, uh, it started the whole, the whole journey of Israel's people from that time on. And, and that, um, his life was really no longer his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and even, you know, we've been really focused on the Old Testament heroes, but, um, you know, there's some, I think we can also recall and remember New Testament, um, and, some of some of the women and I know you were you were also talking to me about this earlier would you just share that piece too yes about <clears throat> these runners yes of course um this is starting in verse 35 faith-filled women saw their dead children raised in resurrection power yet it was faith that enabled others to endure great atrocities. They were stretched out on the wheel and tortured and didn't deny their faith in order to be free. I love that. They didn't deny their faith in order to be free because they longed for a more honorable and glorious resurrection. Others were mocked and experienced the most severe beating with whips. They were beaten with chains and imprisoned. Some of these faith champions were brutally killed by stoning, being sawed in two or slaughtered by the sword. These lived in faith as they went about wearing goatskins and sheepskins for clothing. They lost everything they possessed. They endured great afflictions and they were cruelly mistreated. They wandered the earth, living in the desert wildernesses, in caves, on barren mountains, and in holes in the earth. Truly, the world was not even worthy of them. That gets me every time. They, because the world was not worthy of them, not even realizing who they were. These were the true heroes commended for their faith. Yet they lived in hope without receiving the fullness of what was promised them. But now God has invited us to live in something better. Mm. Mm-hmm. The choice. These, what you're talking about and what we've been talking about, these are the very people mm-hmm. that are making up the great cloud of witnesses. Oh, absolutely. These these are the people that can are cheering us on from a place of affirming the reality of faith. They yeah. are they know. They mm-hmm. know. They know. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that that is actually a motive of being one of the motives to run. But I want to back up a little bit, too. Um, I mean, if that doesn't excite you enough, that's a pretty great bunch of people in the stands yes. of this marathon. Yeah. So so I want to go right to the running, you know, the running of a race. And, you know, those of us who have been uh, believers for a long time, we have all are familiar with the scripture. 
Um, all of us have no about running we've at some point in our life we've either when we were little kids ran a foot race with a neighbor kid or many of you listeners have ran track um we can all connect to that example right and um so i i love that um that it was a choice of uh, the analogy is such a good analogy um and i want to um, bring in, just give uh, credit where credit's due. I heard a wonderful teacher, uh, John Piper, do a um, uh, a message on this piece of scripture, and I really, really grabbed on and loved. Uh, he brought a beautiful perspective change to the way we look at the verse about getting rid of the sin and those things that encumber us and um, he talked about when we think about the sin that we may have we're, we're told you got to get rid of the sin so you can run the race so when we come into that we many of us think of it um, he called it a minimalistic approach to considering the sin versus a maximal uh, maximalist approach. I like to call it, this more my verbiage, so I would call it a slave mentality versus a victor's mentality. That's really good. And so, um, you know, a slave is going to try to get by with the least or even a poverty spirit. Some people would say this could be a poverty spirit. It's going to say, okay, so... I'm going to just get the least amount of sin off that I can get by with and still keep running, right? And still get the job done. I just want to do just the big stuff that really people know about. And so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say, well, is that really, is that really a bad thing? It's not really in the Bible, it's not sin, so I can probably leave it there and keep running. Where the victor would say, how many weights can I lay down so I can run? Mm, I love that. And if it doesn't, if it, if it doesn't help me run, I want to get it out of my, I want it off of me and I want it out of my way. Right. That's what the victor would do and not say just the least amount I can do to get, you know, we talk about fire insurance. We're kind of talking fire insurance here, just enough to get me into heaven. But I don't know about you guys, but I want to hit the line with my chest out and my arms thrown back. Mm -hmm. And so, um, (laughs) I love that, Marcia. (sighs) I want to come in uh, wearing my victor's, my victor's crown. And, um, of course, we we just need to stop and take a look. It's painful, and it, and it changes. You know, I can think of things when I was first a believer that did not, that did not encumber me. But as I've matured in Christ, and he makes it known, now it's time for you to maybe look at this. Mm-hmm. I think that perhaps if you could get that 
extra backpack of opinion off your back. Opinion of man, opinion of Marcy, uh, judgment, whatever. I mean, that if you could get that backpack off, think how much faster you could run. And we have different things like that um, in our lives that they might not be a sin, capital S, capital I, capital N, but a weight indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Melissa, like what, what has been some things that for you maybe haven't been necessarily a sin, um, but you knew added added to wait to your run. I can think of some real simple things, just the wasting of time. Oh, that's um, good. You know, so, so we can get comfortable with, I've done this good, I've had a good day and now um, I'm going to waste my time. We, we are relaxing, but I've, I've had conviction over that at times. Like, this is a really good opportunity to do something other than, you know, you can relax and read instead of relax and watch TV. So those would be just a practical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I'm thinking of a story of my son who was going to to go on this race. And in this race, they're going to have to go a lot of miles in their boots and backpacks so forth. So uh, when he was visiting, we went out and he said, I'm going to walk all this way barefooted. And I'm like, well, you can't do that because there's rocks there and there's stickers and so forth. And and he's like, but that's the point. That's the point. And I, I love that because it really challenged the perspective of, like you said, if it's not helping you, then get rid of it. Be, be prepared. Have your Have yourself ready for what it takes to get across the finish line. And so he was just toughening himself, his feet up in order that when that came, he could put his boots on and get those extra miles in. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, he practiced, uh, he practiced toughening himself up. And and sometimes I think I could toughen myself up, Marcy, with uh, choosing something other than just relaxation. Mm-hmm. One of one of the other things that I I wanted to bring up too is that oftentimes um, we tend to um, judge other people's race, and I think it's important to realize that the things that encumber or can encumber me are not necessarily the same things that would encumber Melissa. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are some things that we can make choices on. There's places of, of choice and liberty and freedom within the scriptures. And um, I, I think that one of my freedoms would, could possibly be a weight to my friend. And, um, so we need to be very sensitive to one other, one another's um, encumbrances and, and then especially not compare. Um, we all want to run with a prosperous spirit and uh, to, to finish this well. That's good. Yeah. So with that, 
It's a beautiful, beautiful picture. And I kiss can go to that scene. And I see that track field. Gosh, you know, we, we've all, I think, had those of us who have been parenting for a while have watched many track races and get caught up in the excitement of the run. So I just want to go back to that. What got me teary a while back was that crowd of witnesses, the great cloud of witnesses. And that place where they are the ones that know we they're the ones that have lived it and they are cheering from a place of the reality of the cost and the reality of what's to come. Mm-hmm. And I find that extremely motivating. And that is one of the great motives for me. Um, and it's a, and it's a motive that, that Paul talks about that cloud of witnesses. Another one of my very great motives to run this race is that I'm going to read verse two. It's about the joy that is set before us. That's a motive indeed. And it was shown to us first by the act of Christ and the cross. So I'm going to read that. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. Mm. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Church, (laughs) church, We have been given the most beautiful example of one who looked at the joy that was set before him. Mm -hmm. And now we could have that same focus as we are approaching the finish line. The joy that is set before us, the completion of this whole circle from Genesis, the very first verse till the very last verse of Revelation we get to see that joy, that completed peace that is set before us. If that's not enough motivation, mm-hmm. if that doesn't do it for you, not only do we have this crowd of witnesses that are like, we know what you're going through. You can do it. We did it. Run. You can do it. Don't, no, don't turn. Don't look back. You'll get in the wrong lane if you look back. Keep going. They know. They've been in the race. They know what to yell. And not only that, here's the coolest part of all, (laughs) is that they are going to cross the finish line with us. They're waiting. They're waiting, church, for us to finish this race. We're all going to go over together. The great family of God is going to go over the finish line together. And then the great wedding supper of the Lamb. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about you all, but I love a good party. And I'm telling you, that is going to be the best race finish of all of ever and ever and ever and ever. And the celebration that will ensue. (laughs) 
And the talk, table talk, oh my goodness. That motivates me to run. That motivates me to run. <laughs> I just, I'm speechless really to what to say in following <laughs> that up. To think of, uh, to think of sitting at the table with, yeah. with Moses or sitting at a table with the people yeah. that were, you know, sodden toot for their faith. I mean, and they're, here they are, they're whole yeah. and their voices has been heard and, and yeah. their testimonies is for to strengthen us. And, um, yes. so Marcy, thank you so much for sharing and, and I'm sure that each and everyone who hears this podcast can be excited about being a Hebrews hero and the, and, and all the reasons why we choose, why we choose this race and why we want to choose to, to be uncovered and make it over to the yes. very end. Yes. And so yes. Sanction Love just wants to thank every one of, um, our listeners, uh, for being here and, don't forget to just look at us on Facebook and um, Instagram. And we are so thankful um, that we're on this journey with all of you. I love, I, I just have to say one more thing here because I just have a challenge to throw out to you. Take a minute. And while you're in the morning getting up and you're putting your your shoes on. You're getting your feet shod with the preparation of peace. Getting ready to go out. You're getting ready to do your race. Pause. Ask God what's encumbering you. Ask God, is there some weight somewhere on me that you would like me to get rid of today? Ask him about it. He just waits to work with you on these things. He wants to help you. So ask him and run your race lighter today. Run it lighter. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information about Sanctioned Love, or if you'd like to give, visit our website at www.sanctionedlove.com and follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. We love you and God bless.